Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan, this is episode 121, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Avengers Endgame. That's right guys, it's finally here and the questions will be answered. Who will live? Who will die? Who will have tears in their eyes? Uh, spoiler for that last one, it's, um, yeah, it's me. Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America the First Avenger, Marvel's The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Captain America The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel have all been building, whether we knew it at the time or not, to this. As Doctor Strange said in Infinity War, we're in the end game now. For 11 years, we have paid and paid handsomely for the privilege to watch an unfolding, interconnected soap opera, the likes of which has never been seen before on the silver screen. And the standard of these films has, whilst inevitably fluctuating, never dropped into bad. For me, at least. And so anticipation for the final chapter of this iteration of The Avengers, they've made almost $20 billion, they're never going to stop, has reached a fever pitch. As you can tell from the gravity of this introduction, I can't be trusted to accurately assess these films. So to work out whether this film was truly the game changer that it promised to be, or just a three-hour slog to be endured... I got both parts in. Wrong order, though, huh? Well, shut up. I am joined <laughs> by the uncompromising head of the Royal Guard to my small pile of dust, Tiffany B. Hello. Tiffany, in Hi. a spoiler-free context... Yes. What did you think of this film? <laughs> in a spoiler-free context. And how are you feeling kind of going into it? Obviously, you've been dragged to all of these films... Yes. Um, what's your kind of overall general kind of take on them? Uh, and how much anticipation were you coming into Endgame with? Um, I think overall I've enjoyed them yeah. all, you know, broadly speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously not as much as you. Sure. But I think given that I'm not very invested in these characters, yeah. or at least, you know, I wasn't. It's not really my thing. I I think coming into this film, I was I was pretty confident it was going to be good. Yeah. I just thought there's too much pinning on this. Yeah. You know they've built it up so much, and it it has to be good. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know. I think because I don't gonna... know what I'm going to do if it isn't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just think it was. You know, too much. And it like we were talking about on the morning of it, it's so much their legacy now yeah. that if this had been bad, that would have been a lot, a, a, a kind of significant 
smudge on the memory of these films. Yeah. And so I think there was a lot of pressure and I doubt anyone high up would have allowed it to be anything less than good, which is what it was. I think more than that, what it really was and what I expected it to be was service to their fans. It felt very like... Fan service. Yeah. Felt very like this is your film. Thanks for sticking with us for 11 years. Yeah. Here's your reward. Exactly, yeah. A tribute to the fans and a thank you for the loyalty. Yeah. It is interesting talking about it in terms of it was too big a film to fail or too big a film to not be good because there are a huge amount of really big films that are terrible. Yeah. Um, but they've done good films, so they think, know what yeah, that I looks like. Yeah. So it's not a case of, like, it's a big film and it's flopped on its own. Yeah. It's like, we know what good looks like. We know what the fans like. Yeah. We just need to do that on a more comprehensive level with yeah. a lot more characters. Yeah. And they've shown they can do that with Avengers before, so... yeah. I but think yeah, in, you're right. Infinity it's, War was a good. I mean, it's the same film. They tried to, they tried very hard to convince us that it was two separate films, but it's two halves of the same film, really. It's a big. Yeah. You know. But I, for one, five and a half hour. Thank them for not doing that <laughs> because I wouldn't have seen the end. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. It is really just one film, but uh, I don't think. It, I don't know if you feel, like, slighted by that approach, no, but I, th- I, I think that was the right choice. I think the, I think they did a very good job with the first one, which, A, gave me more confidence coming into this one, because I'd gone into Infinity War with measured expectations because, obviously, they've made a lot of fantastic films to this point. They've made Civil War, which has 12, like, heroes in it, yeah. and that was really good. But then Infinity War had, you know, twice as many as that at yeah. least. And so oh, it can't it can't be that good though, can yeah. it? Just from a kind of sheer numbers point of view. Yeah. But it was very good. Yeah. And so that gave me a lot more kind of hope coming into this. They did a very good job with Infinity War of making it Thanos' story. Yeah. I think that was the key in terms of making that a satisfying fe- feeling film. Yeah. Because it's only right at the end that you realise, oh my God, so this isn't... He's the hero. He's the, the hero story, of the he's story. He's the protagonist. Yeah, he's yeah. driving everything forward and he succeeds. Yeah. And then we're good. Yeah. And then it's credits. So it's a, a bummer of a film to watch. Yeah. But that did a, a very good job of making that feel like, you know, this. I think this felt like more of a second half of a film. I don't know whether this necessarily felt like a full film in and of itself. Yeah. Because it's, it's structured very strangely. Yes. But I think you're more forgiving watching the second half of something because you're getting an ending. Yeah. Mm. So I think, it, yeah, it, it did a, a very good job of, of, yeah, just kind of wrapping everything up. I agree that it was very fan servicey. Yeah. Very, very fan servicey. Yeah. Um, but as a fan. But as a fan, I felt served? fully serviced. <laughs> um, serviced to completion. <laughs> um, nice. Gross. Uh, who was your MVP? Um, I had... Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. They were who I put as well. Really? Well, I put, I put a kind of a meta oh. one, which is Kevin Feige. Oh, Because okay. I feel like this is... He's the kind of mastermind behind all of, it. all of it. Yeah. yeah. He's the kind of guiding light who has brought people in and kind of 
allowed people to do their own thing. Taika Waititi obviously did a weird thing with Ragnarok and, you know, the Russos came in and did a cool thing with Winter Soldier and, you know, all kinds of different directors have come in, but he's been the kind of the shepherd of it all to just kind of marshal it in the right way. Oh, you can absolutely have the freedom to do this, but this has to happen because I know that that needs to tie into this and that needs to tie into this. Yeah. And so this is just a, a kind of such a... Yeah, a, a feeling of completion. And the the way that they did this made it... Obviously, it wasn't the case, but it made it feel a lot more like they knew what they were doing from day one. Yeah. Which they obviously didn't. But it was done in such a way... And I think the, the writers, yeah. Marcus and McFeely, um, yeah, should take a lot of credit for for yeah. creating something that just pulled on so much of the... the legacy that had been set up by the other films yeah little kind of lines little references little tips of the hat yeah to all of these all across the universe yeah um i would be absolutely beyond fascinated to watch a two-hour documentary just about all the kind of not even the behind the scenes stuff in terms of oh who was signed on to this because obviously they wouldn't do that but just a behind the scenes look at how do you write something like this yeah how does this go from right blank page to this at what point did they know that this was the basic outline of what they wanted to end up with yeah how you know in all you know when they make the first avengers film how what is planned out what isn't planned out at what point do these things kind of come into sharper focus i think that would be absolutely fascinating because there's so many moving parts yeah and to make that coalesce into anything that resembles logic yeah is yeah a, a it's very titanic achievement. yes i think so and i think yeah i mean i said the writers for the mvp as well because it felt like a script where it was in control yeah. and like you say i don't know how that happens or how they did that <laughs> like with this many people and this many things going on i don't know how they no. did that but they did a really yeah. good job of making it feel like you're in control. You know what you want to happen. Yeah. This is all moving towards a direction yeah. that is going to make sense, you know, and there's a lot of twists and turns as well. And I do think that they deserve a lot of credit for not being predictable. Yeah. Because I didn't know what was no going idea. on. Yeah. And not even, you know, I don't really no before I go into a film really anyway Mm. but you know generally as you go along you start to get the gist okay yeah I get it and then this and then that and then we're off okay done and even if that is done well yes you can still okay I see what we're moving exactly yeah but I think that given that they are the 11th film of all these superhero films you know I think it's tough to be original yeah you, you've got all these characters, they've all had these stories told before, they've all had these different arcs. Like, mm. how do you tell an original arc? Mm. Um, I think that's just very impressive to mm. be able to kind of keep these characters going, keep them feeling real, keep them feeling like, you know, that they're still the Captain America that you know. Yeah create a story where they all come together, it, mm. it all makes sense. Yeah. Create something where the audience are going to be, I guess, engaged, but also surprised. Yeah. Like, I just think... And, and have an ending to all of this, this whole madness that felt satisfying. Mm. I think a lot of that credit falls to the writers. Yeah. Like, there's so much to do there. There's yeah. so much work there. 
that wouldn't have come off if the script wasn't good. To get the voices of so many different characters yeah. seem yeah. authentic to yeah. what we've seen before. Yeah. Nobody's kind of acting in a way that you think, oh, he wouldn't he do doesn't that. He does say Shut that. Up. Yeah. I wonder if they have, like, you know, uh, champions of the characters who come in and be like, Captain America wouldn't say that. I've heard a, a lot of people talk about the actors because oh, they're, they're so the only constants to the, yeah. through all the different films. They're the only ones that have been there the whole way. Who might be like, I think he'd probably say this yeah, rather than I, that. Yeah, that seems a or, bit weird. Or But in this other film, he said yeah. blah, so that kind of goes yeah. again. Well, I mean, that. however they do it, yeah, it works. it's good. Yeah. yeah, And you know what, even if it's not the writers, even if the writers wrote all these terrible lines that the characters are like, uh, the actors are like... Iron Man wouldn't say that yeah. and Blah wouldn't say that. Like, the fact that they adjusted the script yeah. <laughs> accordingly Absolutely. is still, yeah. you know, however they got there, whatever the method was, I I think that it's admirable. It worked very well. Yeah. And I imagine, yeah, to get... I mean, to do any kind of writing in a big kind of studio system, oh, yeah. you have to be so yeah. not precious. Well, it must be very hard and, again, very impressive, yeah, to be able to get a story that feels so in control because mm. often in these occasions where it's like 12 million people are involved and mm. they all want different things you end up with a bit of a non-story yeah. like a kind of suicide squad thing yeah. of like wait what are you doing it's here? just a very loose way yeah. to get from one point to the next exactly does none of this make sense <laughs> like um yeah so the fact that yeah they would have had to be reasonably i guess yeah impressed upon yeah from various different people it still felt like a script that, yeah. you know, was was somebody's voice. It was yeah. a, a thought, a mm. clear thought from beginning to end. So yeah. um, I think that's very impressive. And I think it did a great job with the, you know, there was a lot of talk in the the run-up to it and in the, the, the final presentation of it. So it wasn't just kind of, you know, advertising stuff. The idea of this being the final. Yeah. There being a sense of finality, I yeah. think, gave it a real feeling of, yeah, spontaneity that anyone could die. Yeah. Because that's the big thing in a, in, a, in a superhero film, and especially a Marvel film when it is so interconnected. Yeah. You're like, well, you know, no matter what peril they're in, they're not going to die. Yeah. But with this, because there was so much up in the air and they, you know, they've announced Spider-Man, they've announced Black Panther, but beyond that, it's all just... Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. It's like, who knows who's going to live or die? Yeah. Which is, I think, gave it a real kind of electricity yeah. in it. Because you're not, you, you're like, you can't relax. This is real tension. Yeah. This could be the end of this character's life. Yeah. Um, so speaking of people living and people dying, I think it's high time we get into our spoiler-filled section. Sure. So if you're one of the eight people in the world who hasn't seen this film yet, it's made $350 million in its first, first weekend. Um, then stop listening, watch the film, and come back and listen to the rest of this. For those who are sticking with us, you have only a jingle's worth of time uh, to wait until that happens. So let's get that jingle going right now. We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further, without watching the movie. 
So that's the jingle done. Uh, we are out of the desert of spoiler-free into the swamp of spoiler-filled using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to dive into the nitty and indeed the gritty of Avengers colon end game. Tiffany B. Hi. Get a point, will ya? Get a point. I was only a young man when these films started and now I'm all old and I... It was only 11 years ago. That's true, actually. Actually, I was like, only. You were a young chap. Then. I was a young chap. I was fresh-faced. Yeah. We, were, we hadn't met. Yeah, we hadn't. Life was good. God, remember that. I could just go out and just, like, not have to explain my actions at Gosh, all. I tell you what. You can go out right now. <laughs> I, I'd welcome it, in fact. Come on, off you go. You don't have to tell me where you're going or how long you're going to be. Let's, ha- let's, let's be having you. We've got no time for this banter. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, fine. Gosh. <laughs> you said you wanted to get this done in under an hour. Yeah, well, okay then. Okay, so my first point is it is um the huma huma um it's obviously a constant in in well not a constant but it's it's a feature mm-hmm. in almost all of the films if not all of them yeah um but i did feel like this had some really good moments in mm-hmm. it um i think it was notably funnier than some of the others Interesting. i think if you think about infinity war mhm I don't walk away from that thinking that was funny. Okay. In the same way that this... I mean, I'm sure there were elements of humour that I've forgotten, but this one I thought had some really fun and funny bits in it. I think the key drivers of that humour... Humour. For me, were two characters. Dose. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Who's just wonderful. He's just such a nice kind of different voice in the room. Slightly befuddled presence. Yeah, and like amongst all this, all these superheroes yes. acting like these very kind of polished superheroes, and he's just much more of a normal just guy. Just a bit of an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he's and lapsed his way into these powers. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and he, he's just Paul Rudd is just wonderfully funny. I yeah. think. Um, so I really enjoyed his presence, and mm. whenever he was on screen, you know, it was going to be a bit funny, a little bit kind of yeah. tongue in cheek, a bit silly. Um, just kind of pricking the pin of exactly. self-importance whenever yes. it rears its ugly head. Yes, which was thoroughly enjoyable. And then um, the Hulk. I really enjoyed... Bark Ruffalo. His whole bit of being this kind of half Hulk, half banner, banner yeah. guy. The merged just, best of I both just worlds. think he... Yeah. And he he is so funny, yeah. I think. His delivery yeah. as an actor. He's a really, really funny guy, I think. Or well, his humour really get like tickles me yeah um and so i really enjoyed that he had a lot more space because i feel like he's often this little side character and i don't know i just enjoyed that a lot and so i thought there was a lot of humor from him and i enjoyed his screen time yeah almost exclusively like whenever he was there i was like this is going to be good like that bit where he's trying to be more Hulk-like and he's picking up the car and like smashing it. Oh, I just give it a little, throw that. Like, it just, it's so silly. Yeah. But it's funny. And it's the great, it's the great thing of, of that character, especially having the merge, the, the, from the comics is known as the Professor Um, um, kind of version of Banner and the Hulk. The merge, the best of both worlds. 
and that you, I, I'd never really got it from the comics, but I get it re- really well from this, is that it's you get the inherent comedy of, yeah, it being this giant, super strong guy, but he's still just Bruce Banner, yeah. who's still awkward yeah. and still nervous and still doesn't yeah. really, you know... Yeah. He's just a little guy yeah. who's In just been blown giant, up. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought those two were particularly funny and I very yeah. much enjoyed their time. But I also mention, I'm sure you know, the little moment with Captain America and Captain America fighting. <laughs> that was great because he gets no humour. Yeah. He, you know, from him, coming yeah. from him intentionally. Yeah. And him, say, like, fighting and Captain America too saying... 2012, Cap. Saying, I could do this all day. <laughs> And he just, oh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> that line was just so wonderfully delivered. Yeah. Because there was so much going on there. Yeah. There was like, oh, you're so embarrassing. Like, like it must be to look at yourself and yeah. to hear yourself from years ago. You must think, yeah. oh, God, was I really like what that? What was I wearing? Yeah. Um, and also just the kind of frustration of, like, I'm trying to do something here. And, yeah, I know. Yes, I, of course I know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was very funny. And I really enjoyed that yeah. kind of little moment. Of... And a nice reminder that, yeah, Chris Evans can be very funny. I thought he was very good mm. in this. Um, and I did like, yeah, that he had a little bit of room to... Mm be a little bit different and have a little bit of humour. Um, so I really enjoyed that moment. And, of course, there was the Thor parts as well that were yeah. funny but a little bit laboured. A little bit OTT. Yeah, yeah. a little bit laboured. They started funny and then they got a little bit like, OK. Yeah. I get it, he's fat. Yeah. Fat people are funny. <laughs> no, that's not the message, right? Um, no, but, you know, that kind yeah. of, isn't it, wouldn't it be weird if Thor, you know, became a... Beer bum. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Yeah, let's let's move on. So I don't think Hemsworth proved himself as a comic Ooh. actor to me. I think he's as very well funny. as some of the others. I, he d- can I think be. he didn't necessarily have the material. Maybe, uh, yeah. And I think it got better. I thought that first you get the shock of him being fat with Korg and Meek, yeah. which was funny. But then that scene kind of dragged on a little bit. Yeah. But then when it moves on to like him going back to Thor the Dark World and talking to his mum and yeah. stuff. I think yeah. that was quite funny. And then the stuff at the end with him and Star-Lord. That's funny, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's very good. funny there. He has a great look at yeah. the end there. Again, very subtle. Says so much, but actually vocally, verbally says nothing. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who's in charge. Yep. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, really funny. Yeah. Really like... Little kind of dig in the yeah. hips, you know, like yeah. 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 Anyway, so humour. And I think for this film that was set up with, you know, aside from the, I mean, I didn't watch the second trailer, but the first trailer at least, there's the little bit right at the end with Ant Man, like hi, yeah. you, uh, we met a couple of years ago, in Germany, Ant Man, and I, I know you remember Ant Man. Like, but aside from that, it's all very. Oh my god, this is the saddest thing in yes. the world because everyone's been dusted and oh good, yes. good. And so to come in and still have that humour, yeah. still have those moments where it's like it's willing to give the time yeah. to a bit of humour. It's willing to have a shot of Ant Man collecting together a taco, and mm. only to have that being blown away by the Milano coming back, and then Hulk gives him another couple of tacos and stuff. It yeah. takes the time because that's not. 
necessary to do with anything yeah but it's just yeah let's have some something funny here let's yes. have a bit of levity let's yeah. luxuriate in humor luxuriate that's a wonderful word my points are all moments are all essays <laughs> <laughs> they're all i've tried at least as much as possible to um uh yeah to make each moment be a, a kind of a crystallisation of a larger point. Okay. I don't know whether they'll necessarily all work, but we'll give it a try. Sure. We'll give it a try. Um, and we talked about it a little bit in the spoiler-free section, um, but I really liked the bit with Captain America um, in the little support group. Oh, yeah. When everyone's been dusted and half the world's gone and yeah. the little, whichever Russo it was, one of the directors having his little cameos, the guy going on the date and yeah. talking about crying and all that kind of stuff. And what that, I think, I just think it was a really nice little, again, it shows a different facet of Captain America. It shows, again, but in not in a kind of hitting you over the head with it, but it shows you, again, what a good guy he is. He's, you know, he's a superhero. He's saved the world. He's saved the world multiple times, and yet he's taken the time to sit with some regular people in a, you know, church basement or whatever it was. Yeah. And just, let's just talk about this. And especially him, as he mentions in the thing, having gone through it somewhat yeah. before yeah. of having to say goodbye to everything he's known yeah. when he was frozen. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I've got something that I can, I've been through this before. I can help these other people. Yeah. That's a hero. Yeah. That's a hero. He doesn't need to be helping people by punching Ultron in the face. Yeah. Sometimes it's just about talking to people. And I just thought it was such a nice little quiet scene. And what that was indicative of for me was just unusual choices. Yeah. In a superhero film. We, yeah. We talked about it in terms of that you don't really know what was going to happen from one moment to the next. It yeah. felt very, yeah. Fresh. Like, fresh. Yeah. I like that. That it was, you you didn't know where it was going to go. No. And it sets its stall out very early on when they all go to Thanos' planet and then straight away Thor just cuts his head off because mm. fuck you. And then you're like, oh, right, okay, so what's going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it's five years later. Oh, shit, I didn't realise. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Because you're like starting to think, okay, so they're going to have to go back in time. Yeah. And then they go forward in time. Yeah. And you're like, and that, I felt like they did that on purpose because they did yeah, that five. five. Years later. later. You were like, cheeky. You cheeky, cheeky. Russos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so just kind of giving you stuff that you hadn't expected. Yeah. Because they can do anything at this point. Yeah. They, it's wrapping up all of this story, 11 years of story-ish. Um, they can do whatever they want. They can kill whoever they want. They And yeah. they set that stall out very early on yeah. with killing Thanos. Yeah. Of like, we, this doesn't have to it's be anything be... that you're expecting. Yeah. We're going to give you everything that you want, but nothing that you expect. And I think that's really um, exciting. Having Fat Thor, as much as it maybe kind of wore thin a little bit, no pun intended, um, was it's something different. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Thor to be all. fat. Yeah. No. Um, Thanos did quickly. To What superhero film starts off with every yeah so everybody's already lost at the start iron man's almost dead then captain marvel shows up oh isn't that great she brings him back they're talking everything's still rubbish they go to thanos his planet dead 
they come back, everyone's lost. So everyone's lost and then they've lost again yeah. because Thanos has destroyed all the stones. And then I think that it kind of goes, gives you in that little section of the five years later before they start the time travel, the time heist, gives you the five stages of grief. Yes. Denial is Iron Man because he's kind of, well, I've got my good life, so I, you know, yeah. I'm fine, you know. And he realises afterwards that he's not fine with it and he still yeah. wants to help, but he's kind of, I've got my daughter, I've, I love you 3,000, super-duper cute. Uh, anger, we've got Hawkeye, obviously, he's lost his whole family. Pure anger. Pure anger, just straight-up murdering people yeah. because they had the temerity to still be alive when his family, his lovely, wholesome family all got dusted which was a great way of starting it yeah just really yeah because you know what's going to happen it was he was very good yeah he was close to being my mvp yeah all the way through i thought Renner he was very very good killed it yeah and kind of very moving at the beginning that yeah. bit with his family you really felt that loss like, what's going like, on what the hell has just yeah. happened where is everyone like my life has literally disappeared yeah around me yeah like just that kind of Gah! yeah yeah um Anger, ba- sorry, yeah. Bargaining, we have Ant-Man, who isn't happy to just sit back. He's like, well, we could go back and we could do the thing and we could do the whatever. Yeah. So he's trying to find a way out of it. Depression, Black Widow. She's just yes. very miserable That's and true. not willing to fight. And, you know, monitoring things and yeah. interacting with people, but oh, just, yeah. like, eating peanut butter and, you Well, know. and Thor, maybe. Thor as well, yeah, That's absolutely. That's depression. Um, and maybe he could be denial as well, yeah. I guess. Uh, and then acceptance is Hulk. He's the yeah. only one who's kind of worked his way out of it. Yeah. It's like in all of this carnage, he's worked out a way to, you know, make the best of it. Yeah. And is, you know, kind of having his best life, which is yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and so to get something like that in a big, you know, $150 million superhero film is not necessarily something that I was ex- expecting. But no. just really, let's just take the time to just kind of sit yeah. with this. And see Yeah, how... before we get moving really into yeah. the thrust of the film, which yeah. is um which is 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 impressive because again, I think that's normally a pet peeve of mine. I'm like, come yeah. on then, let's be having you. Yeah. What do you want to tell me? Yeah. Like, let's do it. But I think it's 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 by virtue of there being so many characters mm. that you and such a kind of abrupt ending really yeah that you what you do want to be like what's, you were left what's happened for a year yeah like well, what's going on what's yeah going on? you don't want to dive right in you want to no. just meditate on that for a moment yeah um so yeah and it's it's interesting in terms of with this being such a long film structure kind of goes out the window and i was reading mm. a thing recently with somebody saying arguing against structure and saying you don't need to have structure with a film all you need is to have an interesting scene and then at the end of that th- scene, think, what's the most interesting thing that can happen now? Yeah. And I feel like this is was it kind was, of a, yeah. a, 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 an exercise in that of like, well, where could where could it go now from here? What? Yeah. Now what? Now what? What could be interesting? Yeah. What's exciting? What? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just a very um, unusual way of yes. going about things, but I thought it did really well. Yes, I would agree with that. Hmm. I would agree with that. Uh, um, mine's going to be a moment now. Oh, and I think you know what moment Tiffany's it is. stolen Dan's thing. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, uh, mine is uh, the moment of Thor and his mum. Oh. 
Thor and his mum. Thor and his old mum, Frigga. Oh, well, it's just that bit, because he's so lost, isn't he, bless yeah. him? He's just in a mess, he like, physically and mentally. As rock just bottom. Just at his worst. Yeah. Like, just, this is the worst example of me. Yeah. And... And considering in previous films, we've seen the absolute best of him looking yes. like a... Hot, hot, Premium hot. slab of beefcake. Like, like a god, like yeah. an actual god. Yeah. Um, and now he looks like the Big Lebowski. Yeah. And um, and you do feel for him. You do feel like, yeah. you know, this is a man that's lost, mm. that is lost his faith in the world mm. and in himself and, yeah. you know, just... In Infinity War, he has that bit where he goes through, oh, I lost my mum, I lost my dad, I yeah. lost my brother, I mean, I lost he's my taken a beating, yeah. like emotionally speaking, yeah. through the film. And at the end of it, he's, you know, he, it's, I mean, in his mind at least, it's his fault that it's all gone wrong. Yeah. Because yeah, if he'd just gone for the head or the yeah. arm. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, guilt and resentfulness and mm. just sadness in him mm. that I do think he does a good job of showing, uh, you know, with the humorous, like, isn't yeah. it funny that I'm fat and I just drink beer now? Yeah. But also, aren't I a terribly lost and sad person? Yeah. There's a good balance between that mm. kind of pathos and that humour. Um, but I just really love that moment with his mum. Mm. I love that she's just like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, and... He, why would she get it? Like, it doesn't make any sense, but there's somehow... Because she's magical. It's all, yeah. you know, in a different world or whatever. She sees with more than just eyes. Yeah, you sense that she does... She gets it. Yeah. And she's like, you don't need to explain. Yeah. I don't need to know. All she knows is that he is some version of her son from some time or space. In the f- and he yeah. needs his mum. Yeah, and he's just... He's like a little boy. Yeah. And it's ever so touching, mm. I think, for her to just be so understanding. Mm. And just so... Willing to help. Yeah. And she's just saying the right thing, but not saying too much. Mm. Like, let's not talk about it. Let's not dwell on it. Yeah. And then, you know, like a little cut through of, like, eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> like a little, yeah. you know, a mum She still thing. is mum. <laughs> yeah. And like... for God's sake, eat a salad. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to meet someone nice, yeah. settle down. Yeah. But him, like, and, and you know, she saves him because he, in the end, is like, you know, I should... Focus on who I am and not who I'm supposed to be and stuff. Yeah. And I just think that was so lovely. Yeah. I just thought that was a really lovely moment of, you know, no matter who you are, not necessarily even that you need your mum, mm. but sometimes you need someone. Yeah. And there was just, it's just that you can be wisdom a, a that she had. Norse god. Yeah. And you still need your mum. And you'll be the strongest man in the world, in the yeah. universe. The most powerful Avenger. Yeah. And just, just that she was so kind of understanding, mm. like open armed, like open hearted, just like, right, let's yeah. talk. I don't need to know what's going on. I don't need to know why you're here, mm. what's going to happen, or, you know, all that other stuff. Yeah. I just want to sit down and have a chat. Yeah. I just thought, isn't that lovely? It's so nice. And he just needed it so much. Yeah. And I know that he was a very humorous character in this, but I actually thought he was a very sad. Yeah. Very, like, the saddest character. Yeah. Really. Mm. The most He's lost. done the worst out of the snap. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that moment was lovely. And, a, like, a, <clears> a great <throat> example of, I think, great kind of, I mean, great, comic book films, great science fiction films, great fantasy films, I think especially Marvel films, of the, in the other room, we've got yeah. a space raccoon 
trying to steal uh, an ancient evil out of a sleeping woman with yeah. like a syringe. Yeah. But in this room, yeah. we've got an Im- this heartfelt another impossible situation. It's it's something that real life couldn't give you. He's yeah. gone back in time to speak to his mum, who's now dead, when he's at his lowest ebb, and to have a, a in amidst all of this bizarre freakishness to find a really honest kind of heartfelt moment in it yeah i think is yeah is what yeah these kind of films do so well yeah yeah because i think what's the truth of that situation yeah it's funny he's fat there's a raccoon it's crazy time travel blah 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 but could we find a really nice moment here yeah and they really did yeah i thought it was lovely i really liked her in it that kind of motherly mm. but like I say eat a salad type of, of absolutely you're you know, a failure yes you're not an idiot yes exactly that like that wonderful mix of like honesty yeah. and support yeah of like it's fine yeah you've messed up it's absolutely fine absolutely you're a failure yeah but it's fine because you can do better yeah I just love it. I just think that's great. Yeah. And it's it's not super soppy advice no. either. It's not like you're the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. If anyone can do it, you can. Yeah. No, it was just like things are shit sometimes. Mm. And yeah, you messed up. Like, but that's fine. Just mm. get up and carry on. Yeah. And I just thought that's nice. Oh, I like that. That's nice. I like that. And he's just very simply, very kind of matter of fact. I really miss you, mum. Oh, Aww. he misses his mum. He's mom. only a little boy. Oh, boy In his Thor. heart. He's only a little boy. Oh. <laughs> um, so my next point will be something that we kind of talked about a little bit in the last one. Um, the, the scene is, the moment is, uh, and it kind of jumps out from your one as well, um, is Clint and Natasha. Clint and Natasha. Um, on Vormir. Yes. Uh, as soon as it says, oh... Clint and Vormir are going to go to... Clint and, no, Vormir. Clint and Vormir. Clint and Natasha are going to go to Vormir. You know, right, one of these is going to die. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, right. I didn't know that until they specifically said... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Until they're hanging off the cliff and you're like, oh my God. Wait a tick, is something <laughs> happening here? <laughs> I think one of them's not going to make it out of here. <laughs> um, I, th- I think, yeah... As you said, I think Jeremy Renner was really good. I really like this. him. I think all I the really, way through. Yeah. I mean, not in the first Avengers film, he got bitched out yeah. by getting mind controlled by Loki. Yeah. And I think the response. I think in some ways that was the best thing that could have happened to him because the response to that in Age of Ultron is Joss Whedon said, "Right, in the first one he didn't really get much to do. In the second one, he is going to be the heart of the Avengers." Yeah. And I think this film continued that. Yeah. Because the start it shows his very human reaction to what is a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah. And an all too human kind of response. Hmm. And then you get this moment with the two of the with the two of these that they're not they're not superheroes. Hmm. Captain America's a, a soldier, but a super like, soldier. He's a super soldier. Spider Man's a superhero, you know, Iron Man's a superhero. These are people that save the day. These two, until the superheroes came along, yeah. were soldiers. Yeah. And they were killers. And they spies. Spies and yeah. secret agents and all of this kind of yeah. stuff. And they've both done terrible, terrible things. And so you get a situation like this where they can have a heroic sacrifice and they're both jumping at the chance because they're both saying, I've done some I awful things, hero. but this will give me a way. This will make it right. Yeah. 
And it's, you know, it's almost, it's that kind of very dark comedy of both yeah. of them trying to trip fighting each other up, to fighting to be themselves. the one to kill themselves, to save the day. But it just, again, in that, and the larger point is that it's an exploration of the relationships uh, that are done so well. I love it with these films where there's yeah. so many relationships yeah. going on. You can have these little moments yeah. that really... Like, even a, there's a tiny one when War Machine and Nebula go back to steal the orb and beat up um, Star-Lord. And she reaches in with her metal hand and she's like, I wasn't always like this. And War Machine says, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, because both of them have had, like, cybernetic-y yeah. things. And just to find that little common coin yeah. between these two, like, there's no reason why they should ever be. And it's funny, we were watching a bit of Iron Man last night. And see that that's the same character. Yeah. Obviously, it's Terrence Howard in that one, but that he's this kind of army pilot, and just think in a few years, yeah, you're going to be time traveling onto yeah. a different planet in space to steal an Infinity Stone with a cyber part cybernetic. There's no reason why they should yeah. be together, but they the the writers find that little yeah. commonality between them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, that the the relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow all the way through has been really, really nice. It's sometimes taken a bit of bit of a backseat when the thing with her and Hulk or yeah. whatever it might be. But that kind of yeah, like sibling kind of relationship of just yeah. a deep admiration and respect, and it's full of love. And the fact that, and that situation is explicitly about love. And with Thanos and Gamora, it was shown yeah. that he loves her, even yeah. though he just treated her horribly. He's done it out of love, yeah. which is a, a really freaky thing to to have yeah. about your chief bad guy who's just about to kill billions of people. Yeah. And with this, to have that deep thing of love, I just yeah, I really enjoy it in films where they where the love where it's a love story, but it's not romantic love. Yeah. I just yeah. think that's because there's so many different ways of expressing it. Yeah. And I think yeah, that really that was I mean. We'll get on to some other bits, but that was one of the moments that made me cry because it just so heartfelt. Yeah. Between the, these two people who know each other and love each other and both of them just want to do what's right for the other person. Yeah. Just really got to me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a very nice moment. I do think uh, both of them actually were very good in, in those moments. Mm. Um. But, yeah, I do like that it's, like, it's not a, uh, it's not a romantic love. You never no. expect them to have a kiss. No. You know that this is not what no. that's about. At the end, and they do that nice. kind of forehead-to-forehead forehead thing, which is always nice any time you see it in a film. So intimate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like that, that they both know each other's, they both know the worst of each other. Yeah. I think there's some lines where they... Talk about, talk about that of like and her with like I've got red in my ledger and stuff. No, but in in this scene where they're talking about, I think she says something about like forgiving forgiveness, and he says, "Oh, you know what I've done." Yeah, and she's like, "Same, you yeah, same Yeah, <laughs> you know what I've done, and yeah. you you allowed me back into your life, mm. and you gave you know gave me a chance." Yeah, and so there's a nice kind of. Yeah, like bond, mm. I think, that's that they've created on on that mm. kind of on that shared. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is like a sibling because your siblings 
do know the worst of you because yeah. you don't put up any, you know, with your friends, you pretend that you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> your siblings, like, you, don't give a you shit. just are like, screw you. <laughs> I have to be nice to you yeah. and you're still going to be my brother. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, yeah, so it feels like that and that's quite a nice thing. And I feel like the setup for that scene yeah. was just, there was a little moment before that when they're in, is it in the Milano? I don't know. When they're in some kind of ship heading towards it. And they're jumping through space, and they just look to each other, and it's the this is a uh, it's a long way f- we're a long way from Budapest. Yeah. Oh, okay. And just that sense of like yeah. that they're both just enjoying like what the fuck are we doing yeah. here? This yeah. is crazy to get that kind of sense of that bond. Yeah. And then to know that that's a bond that's going to be severed. Yeah. Sad. She just that was just a line when she's kind of yeah grabs him and does the zip line thing or whatever, and he's holding on to her, and she she doesn't hammer it home again like with. Chris Hemsworth and I think yeah the acting was almost universally good from everybody at all points yeah and she just said let me go and it wasn't like let me go and it was it was just really and just the the simpleness of it just Mm. killed me I thought as well at that point she knew that she'd won yeah because she's the one hanging on you can't you can't hold me forever so so just let me go sad let me go oh god so my next point then is just about relationships, as you've brought that up. Lovely. Um, one of which was this relationship, so I won't talk about that more, but yes, I thought that was lovely. Mm. Um, yeah, and I do like that the film focused on a lot more than romantic relationships. Yeah. There were lots of types of relationships, mm. which I think is nice. Um I'm sure you'll mention it and cry, but um, <laughs> the Iron Man, Spider-Man relationship is really cute. I won't go on about it because I know you'll cry, but I liked <laughs> I liked that, that kind of mentor, father figure yeah. type thing. Worked really well. Showed them both in their kind of best lights mm-hmm. and, you know, really shows that Sp- Spider-Man is a kid. Mm. And, you know, all of this madness. Yeah. He's still just a kid. And just so eager to please him. He just wants to impress him. Yeah, because he's like his his idol, his dad, or his, you know, whatever. Um, I also thought the relationship with Iron Man and his daughter was cute. Yeah. Like, because also he's still kind of a dick. He's still, you know, he's not not lost his personality. Well, not a dick. He's not But he's poking fun and he's, yeah, exactly. He's He's not not done a chance where it's like, well, I've got serious things to say. So serious now. I'll try to keep it down, Mr. Hackles. <laughs> um, Damn it. He's still got that playfulness, yeah. but he's obviously got so much love there as well, mm. which I just really liked. Um, then, of course, there's, like, Captain America and what's her chops? Carter. Maybe. Yeah. You know, and and that kind of relate. And even his relationship with Iron Man and their friendship really coming nice. back together. Uh, like, that, you know... Um, even early on when Iron Man's kind of kicking off at him, mm. like, you still, you feel that Iron Man, uh, that Captain America is very, like, you know, sad, saddened by this kind of break in their friendship. Mm. But also that he's still, like, I don't know, like, I'm still going to be here when you're done mm. being angry with me. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's very stoic. Yeah. In that just, way. Okay. You can be angry, that's fair. Yeah. And this is right and this is wrong and I know that what's going to... Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and that's what you get when you're 100 years old, yeah. I guess. A sense of perspective. <laughs> um, yeah, so I liked that and I liked that he got his little story and, 
you know, that all of all of them really. And I think this is probably the crux of why it was a good film. All of them had their stories and mm. they had emotions attached to them that mm. didn't that seemed genuine. Yeah. That seemed like a natural extension of what they've been through in all these films. Yeah. And so to focus it on relationships and what that means to the individuals, mm. I think was just the smartest thing to do because yeah. if you focus it too much on like the end of the world, mm. it's hard to comprehend that. It's hard to understand that. It's hard to empathize with yeah. that. But it's not hard to understand why Iron Man doesn't want to die. Mm. He's got a daughter. He's got a wife. He's got yeah. a life. Like, he doesn't want to die. Mm. Like, so it feels like more of a sacrifice. Yeah. And, you know, all these others, it's just, it's, you know, the um, Black Widow and Hawkeye thing. It feels like so much more of a sacrifice when you know how much they care about each other. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's just overarching, like, it's relationships, but there's lots of different ones you could pick out. But yeah. overall, I think, you know, Thor and his mum, Iron Man and Spider-Man. And Iron Man and his dad. Iron Man and his dad, yeah. Uh, and his daughter, etc., mm. etc., etc. Et I think there are lots flowing through. Yeah. Um, it just feels like these, these are the things that matter, mm. even in the end of the world. Yeah. And these are the things that people everyone mm. can relate to yeah and so to focus on that means it has heart and i think that's important well it's crazy to think obviously that there's there's little kind of elements when they you know do the flashback stuff and they go back to the battle of new york and stuff there's obviously big things happening mm. but they tend to be in the background except for the big final battle it's really quite a small film yeah. There's no like massive action set pieces. No, that's true. There's even the Thanos bit at the beginning is like just... It's just some people in a tent in a yeah. bloody yurt yeah. chopping someone's head off. It's yeah, it's a it's a really small film. Yeah. Um for being, you know, a huge epic about the end of the world <laughs> end yeah. of the universe. It's and I think yeah, that's that's again kind of them learning from all of the previous films, I'm like this is what people care about. Yeah, really, this is what DC got wrong. Yeah, exactly. DC this was is all the spectacle, no relationship, and so and so for them to have obviously when they've made billions of dollars already to have the confidence to say the first two hours of this three-hour film are gonna be pretty small. Yeah, really. it's gonna be people in a room talking, or people in a, even if it's fighting, it's gonna be two people fighting. Yeah, or it's gonna be a small little thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that shows great confidence and, and a real understanding of, yeah, what, what's going to get people interested. To care, yeah. To care, yeah. Yeah. Um, my next point will be, um, speaking of the Battle of New York, it will be the Battle of New York. Um, so them going back to 2012. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, because, and you mentioned it earlier, just pure fan service. Yeah. Just so much of it is just remember this. Wasn't this cool? Here we go. Let's do. Let's have here some we, more here stuff. Here we go. Uh, Hold on tight, guys. Yeah, you get that great kind of Hulk bit where he's seeing him smash that 
thing, yeah. smash the thing into the ground, smash a car on top of it, and then stamp on the car. And he's, look, he's like, I'm sorry. That, yeah. was, that was too much, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so you get all of that fun stuff. You get anything, anything with a heist in it is always fun. The yeah. idea that there's a plan being executed, that you don't know what it is, but you know that they know yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Always exciting. Um you know, costume changes and all this kind of stuff. You get the amazing bit with Captain America getting into the, the lift, lift with yeah. all the people and you think, and immediately your mind goes to Winter Soldier when he had to beat them all up. You're like, oh, he's going to fucking do it again. No, because he doesn't need to. Two words. Two flipping words. They're just going to hand it over to him. I thought that was absolutely perfect. Like, Here's some fan service of like, oh, remember when this happened? Wasn't it awesome? It's like a joke. Yeah. The perfect joke. Yeah. Setting up an expectation and then cutting it away. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. All the, you know, kind of cap versus cap stuff was great. Um, but I th- I think a, a huge part of this, and, you know, from a fan service point of view, was that everyone came back. Yeah. Rene Russo's yeah. there. Robert Redford's there for like two minutes. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's there as Loki. Uh, uh, thingy, John Slattery's back as Howard Stark. Uh, Hayley Atwell's back as Peggy Carter. Um, I mean, obviously Michael Douglas has been in the things, but Michael Douglas is there as young Hank Pym. Yeah. Just amazing. Oh, yeah. Just, and each Pulling one was everyone. it was more yeah. surprising than the last. There were lots of like gasps or yeah. like, oh! Yeah. applauses for people like it's like it's like likening this to a series finale yeah of like oh and Gunther's yeah. back or this? Ma- yeah this yeah. person went and but they managed to find a way where it didn't feel too kind of laborious laborious and over the top and oh my god look at this person what would they be back what are they doing there um but yeah I just think because there's no other reason for that than just isn't this fun to reminisce? Yeah. And it is. And it yeah. kind of gives gives it more of a sense of finality. It gives it more of a sense of scale. And because going back to 2012, you think, oh, God, I remember watching The Avengers in yeah. 2012. Where was I? Oh, we were still living in London and blah, blah, blah. And it really g- gives it that sense of gravity yeah. to it all. It's a, it's, it's, it has a very surface level objective, which is great and works perfectly because it's all, you know, it's spot the cameo kind of thing. Yeah. But then it also... I feel like it it adds something yeah. to every because it yeah the more the more this feels like this could be the end of the world yeah the less confident that you are that the people that you love are going to not die yeah um and that just yeah gives it that that yeah that fresh feeling that, yeah. that electricity of like what's going to happen next what's going because I don't know I normally I'd say well they're not going to die because they could then maybe 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 they did <laughs> Um, so yeah, Battle of New York, great stuff. Okay, I'm going to do a point. What's your point? It's a negative. Oh, <laughs> Tiffany B. <laughs> Breaking your heart. Why? Why you got to do me like this, babe? Why you got to <laughs> do me dirty like this? Anyway, um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's it's not a big negative, but it is one that I feel compelled to point out. Um, it is that uh, unnecessary girl power scene. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rubbish, and isn't it? The reason I pull it out is not only because it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is important. But because it's dangerous. 
it's dan- it's damaging yeah. to female protagonists and characters in films to downgrade them to this second kind of class like and now the girls are gonna have a go yeah type of thing like why on earth are we splitting this fight by sex yeah who's available the end of the universe is nigh yes it makes no sense and i know it's trying to be all like girls girls are looking after each other which is wonderful yeah i love it i'm all about that but it just felt so pushed in shoehorned yeah that you just think you're doing more harm than good yeah because now what you're saying is this is a great film we've got a great story all these things are happening there are women there as well but we've got squeezing a a little scene for the girls yeah no we haven't no that's not what we're asking for Mm. as women we are asking to be treated equally and that is not being treated equally yeah that is being given our own little separate scene to keep us quiet yeah and all that's going to do is piss off the women mm-hmm. with any sense and um, rile up the kind of men or women who think that it's all just, you know, unnecessary and you're forcing it and, like, you know, what God, I suppose we have to have a scene with a girl PC now. bullshit. To, exactly. Yeah. And, and it was, it felt like that. Mm. It was just like, this is tapped on to the end because, you know, I guess women need to be thought about as well. Yeah. And I, it's just, I just think it's, like I say, not only did I just not enjoy it, but I just thought, this is a really bad example of how not to do it. Yeah. Like, don't give women their own scene for the sake of it. It doesn't make any sense. And whilst I love women supporting women, this didn't feel like that's what it was. Mm. A, Captain Marvel doesn't need any of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have, like, How women are you having get each through other. This? Like, sorry, she just flew through his fucking spaceship. I'm a spaceship. fucking alien. Like, <laughs> I'll deal with it, thanks. Like, I've been looking after the whole universe while you little bitches yeah. have been down here on Earth. <laughs> like, I think she's okay. Yeah. So, A, there's that. Yeah. But B, it's like... What the begs the question, what have they been doing then? Yeah. All the men are like dying on the battlefield. Yeah. Have you guys just been filing your nails while you wait for your scene? Like, no. Talking about makeup. That's not what they do. Yeah. These are like warrior women. Yeah. They were fighting on the field with everybody else and they should have been shown as such. Yeah. And to pull them out as like, and now the girls are going to do something, mm. just suggests that, that, that they can't play on the same field as mm. the men. And they should be. Mm. And they can. Yeah. And so it's just annoying because it's like, it's a very small scene, but I do think it's a very damaging scene. And it under undermines not only those characters um, in this film and in previous films, but also undermines, I think, the quality of the writing of the film. Yeah. Because it's like, this is clunky. Mm. You're better than that. Yeah. Come on. Like, just give that another go. Yeah. Because... It wasn't good. Mm. And so, although, like I say, it's a small point, I feel like it was bad enough Jarring. that I had to pull it out and say, no, thank you. Yeah, it was... Um, and it's made even more glaring by the fact that it's just a slightly larger version of something that they already did in Infinity War when Proxima Midnight is just about to kill Black Widow um, and then Okoye and Scarlet Witch come to help her. Yeah. And it's like, that's just three people. Yeah. That, like, once you, if you're in a realm of like three people, then statistically, 
that's not that unusual that yeah. all three of them are women. Yeah. But when there's like 15 women, it yeah. does yeah, beg the question, why are you all like gravitating yeah. towards each other? Yeah. This is not a party yeah. in year 11 yeah. when you're just like, oh, let's all hang together, girls. Yeah. Let's all dance around our handbags, let's shall we? Let's leave them so- to it for a bit, shall we? <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to go to the toilet? Yeah, I was going to the toilet. <laughs> if, it was, if it had just been one or maybe two people, yeah. again, can't stress this enough. Not that she needed any help. Yes. It's already been ably demonstrated that she does not need any help. No. But if it had been a couple of people, a couple yeah. of chicks or, you know. Well, why does it need to be, though? I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But if it had been a couple yes. of them, you could have argued it away as, like, yes. it just happens to be three women. Yes. But it was so, like, defiantly. But these are all women. These are all the women yeah. that we've got. And now let's hear it for the girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> No. No. Part way the battle scene. Here come, here come the girls. It didn't come across as girl power. It came Sisters, across as... I'm doing it. It came across as, yeah, like like second class. Yeah. And now they're going to do something. Let's yeah. let them have their go. Come on, they've yeah. been waiting really patiently. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> No. no, it's the end of the world. These are superhero women. Yeah. They are not to be downgraded as second class. Not no. to be truffled with. I don't like that. Don't do that to me. No. And don't don't you dare, don't you dare give me the most powerful of all these superheroes mm-hmm. and imply that she needs help from anyone. Yeah. Like, because that downgrades her as well. Yeah. But it just felt very much like the boys have had their go, now the girls are going to try and do something mm. which is kind of pointless and has no consequence. Great. Yeah. Thanks, girls. That was great. Wonderful. You look great. You look great. <laughs> like, no. All in heels as don't well. You, don't you undermine these characters because I think that does a disservice to the whole point mm. of having these really strong, really compelling and interesting characters mm. if you're just going to make them be sidelined to the men. Mm. And that's what it did. Mm. If you, if they had been any other group of characters, if they'd been intermingled with any men in any way, it would have been a different feeling. Mm. But because it was just the women, it just felt like... Ham-fisted. Yeah. Just silly. Very, very Charitable. clumsy. Very clumsy. Mm. And, and misguided, I thought. In a film that had largely just been quite kind of... Yeah. Nuanced. Yeah. And those kind of things. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, I, I'm upset that you've had a negative point, but I can't argue with it in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with another positive, I think. Um, I will say the positive is Old Man Rogers. Mm. Um, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, it showed off Crackerjack CG. Yeah. Like, it looked really good, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Whenever people have been older, and it shows as well, because in, is it Winter Soldier or was it? Civil War, Winter Soldier, I think, when he goes and visits Peggy when she's an old lady. Yeah. And it was just, and they did that with her, they didn't give her any makeup. It was just Peggy Atwell, uh, Hayley Atwell, and then they, you know, CG'd her face so she looked old. They've obviously made some real big yeah. <laughs> strides in that field in the interim. Or maybe years. she's just so gorgeous, you can't do that. It's possible. But it's then possible. he's so gorgeous. He's, he, yeah, come on. <laughs> You're like, come on, he's Let's, my favourite yeah. man in the world. Um, I thought it looked really good. I thought he played it really well. Yeah, he, he did. He played it like an old man. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was oh, very hats good. Hats off to you for that yeah. one. That's really good because it's not easy. Yeah. I loved that bit where he was like, I don't think I will. Yeah. I was like, that's such an old man yeah. like delivery. Yeah. 
I just, yeah, it was very good. And the, yeah, like he hands it over and you see his wedding ring and you think, oh, yeah. he's, he's got he's married. He's got married, bless him. Oh, God. And so what, yeah, um, I thought it was a, a lovely, a lovely, just the perfect end to his yeah, story. Yeah, he gets, he gets a life. He gets yeah. his own, like, his own life. He was denied it. He's a man yeah. out of time. And so this gives him the opportunity just, just yeah. have the kind life of, that you should have yeah. had. Yeah, and resets it. So yeah. it's like... And now you're an old man, as you should be. Yeah. You can get your dance. Yeah. You can have your dance. And you can fine. have your life and your wife and your, like, I don't know, something for you personally. Yeah. Because he's always been so, you like, for the world. Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. For the greater good. Yeah. But now it's like... Although, as somebody pointed out online, the idea of going back and replacing those, uh, the Infinity Stones in those places is, like, 50 times harder than getting them in the first place. Yeah. Like, because you've got to break in, place yeah. them in, and then get out as well yeah. without being seen. So, it's, I mean, I'd watch that film if just <laughs> replacing them. Yeah. But, yeah, so, and what that symbolises for me is that it was it was kind of a perfect send-off. Yeah. Um, for yeah. him. He gets his uh, kind of, for, yeah. for our For our big two. Yeah. For the, the, the two kind of big beacons of the MCU so far. Is you get him with yeah this really nice, kind of personal ending to his story that it's not it's not him dying no in in the way that Tony did it's just him getting to live yeah and it's just so sweet and just that last thing of and you can tell because the directors and the writers both their first one was Winter Soldier and then they did Civil War so they're obviously big Captain America fans and so for him to have the final moment of the yeah. film. I think made a lot of sense. Um, and then, yeah, Tony Stark as well. To have his story come full circle, for him to have the that amazing moment with, yeah, with Spider-Man, which Got was you. just, oh, it absolutely slayed me. When he sees him and he cuddles him again yeah. when he's back. Yeah, when he when and he's like, oh my god, and then we did this, and then we did this, and I was like, where are we? And then Doctor Strange came and he did that, like, and he just hugs him. Because he's just so pleased to see him. And then where... Oh, I'm going to go, but... Um, the first time that he comes back, when he's rescued by Captain Marvel, and they come back on the spaceship, mm. and he gets off the plane, and he sees Captain America, the first thing, the first thing that he says is, I lost the kid. That's the... Because that's what matters to him most. Because he... Oh. Um, yeah, so I thought that was... That was just beautiful. And for him to, in his little kind of, his last words were I am Iron Man, which was great. And when he's lying there and he's he's getting ready to go and he has a little moment with Peter, obviously he has a little moment with War Machine and then he has a moment with Pepper. Does he have a moment with War Machine? Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of out of order because he's like his oldest buddy and he's there and then he has to get pushed aside by like Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah, that's it's like, you've known him for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and especially because earlier in the film when he's talking about, you know, I've solved this time travel thing. Yeah. Um, and he says, I could just ignore it and I could throw it in the lake and just whatever. Be done with it, yeah. And Pepper says, but you'd, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to rest. And then at the end he can rest because everyone's fine. No. <sighs> oh. Just really, yeah. I just think that's... And he stays alive until she says that. Because it's only when everyone's fine that he can finally rest. 
Oh, babe. Oh, God. I just thought it was so sweet for both of those characters. With just the perfect ending, such affection and such love for both of them. I just thought, yeah, it was absolutely great. And I was expecting, my prediction going in was that the big three would die of Tony, Steve and Thor. And Thor was just like, no, I'm just wanting something different. I'm going to be in the Guardians yeah. Of the Galaxy. I mean, it does end. Yeah, it does end for Thor, which yeah. is, incidentally, my final point. Uh oh. Which is not necessarily just Thor, but just I think you've you've kind of touched on it a number of times. But like the feeling of finality yeah. of this, re- like, um, I guess not even just with death, but this feeling like this this puts a, a you know a full stop at the end of these stories there has yeah. to be consequence and i think it it does that very well mm. it's like nothing like you had to i think you had to walk away from this film thinking it's never going to be the same again yeah and it's not no and you do walk away thinking well iron man's dead yeah like and he the was, man who he's started like the whole thing. patriarch of the whole thing yeah and you know yeah captain america who's like arguably the heart mm. is the head and the heart yeah. of both. Yeah. They're not going to be a part of it yeah. anymore. It's just not there anymore. Yeah. And um, and Thor, who's, you know, been obviously a stable of it throughout, yeah. has also moved on. Yeah. Um, and I liked the fact, I liked the fact in hindsight, actually, that they didn't all die. Yeah. Because that would have been a lot easier mm. than saying, actually, we need to, you know, we need to wrap up their stories. So let's look at each of their stories and mm. figure out what makes sense for them. Yeah. It could have been that they'd all died. But, you know, like, mm. I think the Captain America idea was just lovely. Perfect. Because he, d- you know, when you do look back at his story, you do think, God, this guy deserves a break. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's never had, like, a personal relationship, really. No. Aside from a little one with Peggy yeah. before the thing. Yeah. And even that was, like... Kind of early days yeah. of courting. I think they had one like, kiss. Yeah, not yeah. So it's lovely that he gets to have that. Yeah. Like you know, and you feel like he's yeah, like you said, he's a man out of time. And he's so him having a relationship now mm. maybe wouldn't have been right. Would have no. been weird. Yeah. So him having a relationship back in the time where that's who he is. Mm. That's who the grown up Captain America is. Mm. It's lovely that he gets that. And then he's an old man and he's all wise and it's nice and it mm. fits and it works. Yeah. And he has this kind of passing on thing yeah. that is like very, very, feels very him. Yeah. Like, you know, I want you to do this now. Mm. It sounds like, oh, it feels like it's someone else's shield. He says, well, it's not. It's your shield. Yeah. And he has just nice, just it's really nice fitting. Because he's a good man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Thor, I think, is a strange choice. Yeah. I think the Iron Man one was nice as well. Nice. I mean, sad. Mm. But it felt like a, you know, a fitting end. Mm. You knew someone had to die. One of the big ones. Um, Black Widow as well. You know, like, and these deaths feel permanent, you know. Or at least I hope they are. Yeah. I hope they don't go back on them. I Mm. hope that we don't see Captain America again, even though he's an old man technically alive. I want him to die now in retirement as a happy old man, Mm. you know, and then, um, yeah, I don't want Iron Man to come back. Mm. I don't want Black Widow to come back. Like I, we're done. Like it should be done. And I think, I think that that 
like you said, knowing that this film would have consequence and and it being brave enough to do that mm. just made it feel a lot more epic, yeah. a lot more important and a lot more like, yeah, like wrapping it all up. Mm. And I think that's why you were so emotional, not just because of individual characters. Yeah. But because this feels like the end of an era. Yeah. Which it is. Yeah. And it should feel that way. Mm. Um, and so I think it did a really good job of that. But um, it was sad. It was sad. Um, there was a lot of sniffling in the in the yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Oof. A lot. Oof. Even the guy next Oof. to me had a little quick really? wipe of the tears. <laughs> but I've seen you. I've seen it. <laughs> Too late. Um, yeah, but I did like the the sense of finality, the sense of a lot of key characters moving on in some mm. final way. Yeah. In some kind of, this is it. Like, we're leaving school now and yeah. we can't go back. Yeah. And isn't wasn't this wonderful and I love you all, but mm. that's it now. Mm. It's done. And in a way that is really nice because that it, you don't really get that in comics. Because no. it's a soap opera. Yeah. It's like, well, what's going to sell yeah. next month? Yeah. And so that's the that's the that's always been what I've wanted from the Marvel films is to be able to have the end, yeah. the last chapter, Feel, yeah, in, like in various end. characters' yeah. stories in a way that you can't in yeah. in the comics. I think it will do them good. Yeah. I think this consequence, this fact that they're like, this is the end of this chapter, mm. like we're calling time on it. Yeah. I think will actually pay div- dividends to mm. them because now you can start something new. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you feel like then it's almost like these, these eras of things. Yeah. Or do you remember the era when it was uh, like Tony Stark and Captain yeah. America? And then it will be like, oh, you know, Peter or Parker who was playing it. Black like, Panther and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's nice that it feels like, it feels like you've moved forward. Yeah. And for films that are going to be, you know, around for building up for 11 years yeah. you've got to be real careful <laughs> with feeling like welcome. yeah yeah. but I don't think it did so I think it did a really good job of feeling like here's here's your ending yeah and this is what it's yeah. all led to and one person you know well a couple of people die heroically and one person gets a happily ever after yeah which is super duper sweet yeah yeah so yeah that was that was your Mine. final point. Yeah. Um, my final point was that it was a final point. Oh! Uh, my final point is a positive. What? I don't think that's a surprise. Daniel! So in true Flicks fashion, if we have a zero out of five or a five out of five, have to, you know, make some allowances to... But what... There was something wrong. There's something good about every film and there's some, something wrong with every film. Okay. Um... So just a couple of little niggles. Niggles. Let's hear them. Um, time travel. <laughs> That's time not travel. a small one. It's not a small one, but um, it's always a danger for me because yeah. I am a pedant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Time travel doesn't work. Uh, it's and a flawed in, idea. In this, there's lots of real big holes that you can put. How does Nebula manage to bring Thanos's ship? Yeah. Through the thing with a Also, million. like, if she killed herself earlier on, wouldn't she be dead in the future? Wouldn't she be dead in the future? Um, thing, you know, Steve Rogers, the, the whole is super sweet, but him going back in time, so does that mean that he has always... That he didn't exist as Captain America. Been this old guy, did he not? Yeah, yeah, so that doesn't really... There's a lot of things that 
in fridge logic, yeah. as they call it on TV tropes, where you're kind of middle of the night and you open the fridge to get a drink and you're yeah. like, huh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> that doesn't so make if, sense. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of that, which is always going to happen, I think, with time travel. And the danger of time travel is that it just lessens the severity of any issue they come up to in the future. Because it's like, well, if it all goes wrong, we'll just pop back in time and do it yeah. right. So they need to but find a then, way of getting rid of it. Yes, yeah. Um, and because them say, oh, I, you know, I really tried to bring Black Widow back or whatever. Oh, say hi to Gamora. She's just over there on the battlefield because yeah. she's been pulled through time in a different, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, I think there's a danger with Gamora. I think they'll have to be careful. Yeah. Because if they bring her back. Yeah. Then they've undermined the whole thing of other people that you can't bring back. Yeah. So it's it's tricky. It's yeah. tricky. I think you go along with it because the rest of it's done so well and you just don't have time to think about it, was, it that much. It was relatively well done, I thought, yeah. for a time travel thing. Yeah. I would say. And the idea that the ancient one goes through. Tilda Swinton came back. That was great. Um, I think she's great because just because she just seems so weird. She looks like an alien already. You absolutely, buy that she's kind been of alive. I was for in a Star Wars film for a minute. Yeah, and I was looking at her. She's just like so, like so strange. Which planet are you from? Perfect. Um, but actually, yeah. But her thing, and that they then have with the Captain America thing of like, we've well, got to go back and you've, you've got, got to bring, bring her, her back, back at the exact same time. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's all just going to go to shit. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That makes some kind of sense. I think they've tried to. Yeah. Yeah, and he took Mjolnir back. Yeah. Did he take the baseball glove back that Hawkeye brought back from his from the little test one? We did anyway. So there's there's issues with the time travel. Um, the one you were talking about with the chicks. Here come the girls. Um, a that was just terrible, and B it really highlighted. My eye was drawn partly because I really like the character and she hardly ever does anything. Was just drawn to Mantis. Oh, in that moment. Yeah. So I was like, so her powers are like empathetic. Yeah, what's she, she going to do? What's she doing? And she just kind of wanders along, doesn't throw a punch, doesn't do it, doesn't have a gun, anything. So what's she doing in this big just, fight? You know. And you could have had a fun thing of like, you know, her just touching one of the bad guy's hands or whatever, and then him just being really calm yeah. or falling asleep or starting to cry or whatever. Yeah. Just a weird little moment with her to show yeah. right, she has worth That's what she's in doing. this battle scene. Yeah. Um, there's no time. There's no time. There's already that. three hours long. Three hours long. Um, I thought Black Panther kind of got bitched out. Yeah. Hardly did. did anything. Yeah. I thought that was a shame because he came in mm. to all this kind of pomp and excitement. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, here, here he is. He got the, He's back. He got the gauntlet for a bit, which yeah. is good. Um, yeah. Seemed like he was going to have his moment, and then he yeah, didn't really. Yeah, he didn't really. Um, he was kind of usurped by yeah. Captain Marvel. Um, and again, it just kind of highlights the fact that he's kind of a bit of a boring character, maybe. I don't think so. I don't think it highlights that. I think that it highlights that they had too much to do, because there were a few characters that yeah. were underused yeah like i mean i even think captain marvel was underused to some yes. extent because she kind of comes in also really like her side note mm. i think she's just very watchable yeah really enjoy her um but yeah black panther i always forget his sister's name and the Shuri. warrior lady Akoye. yeah they also i feel yeah. like had a lot they could have brought to it i thought they were going to have uh shuri in the you know time travel bit but yeah. then of course she'd she'd been dusted so they couldn't yeah but anyway i thought you could have done something with yeah. her i think more you know what i think was weird what how big of a part nebula played in this yeah yeah that she was, was a weird it. decision yeah 
like given her relative. But then she's the link to Thanos, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that was weird. But yeah, I think they had too much to do. And I think Black Panther could have had his moment, but they decided not to for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't think he's a boring character. Mm. I just think he just didn't have his moment in this film. Yeah, maybe. Um, but then also speaking of Captain Marvel, big fan of Brie Larson, think she's really good, but she's just too powerful. Yeah, yeah. I do worry about it. I worry that she's... Storytelling-wise. Marvel's yeah. Superman. Yeah. It's like we need some kind of kryptonite here because otherwise she's just going to... There's no if she can fight just she fly through a spaceship that is big enough to hold four billion <laughs> monsters and just destroy it in, in, as one person. It's like, that's pretty, you know. And if, yeah. you know, Thor, Iron Man and Captain America get the shit kicked out of them by Thanos and yeah. then she just comes in and can survive a headbutt, I don't know. It just seemed like it's a cool moment. But it's, I just worry that it's too I much. I think it's because he's a woman. You can't handle it. That's probably what it is. You but can't I, handle I think it. she's great, but just, I don't know. Too um, powerful. I don't yeah. agree, but fine. Um, so, th- yeah, so those are some minor gripes. But my final um, positive point dun, is... Dun, dun, dun. Assemble. Jesus Christ. You almost had a heart attack. Jesus Christ. I almost had a little paddy, didn't I? Just, yes. I, my little heart could barely take it no more. Because <laughs> it starts off... It starts off with the awesome th- big three of the Avengers fighting Thanos. Yeah. And they all get their cool moments. And Steve's picking up Mjolnir, which oh, was a... Yeah. Which was a... I think I screamed. Yeah. Just uncontrollably. <laughs> um... <laughs> Which was great. Then that fight is brilliant. Thanos kicks the shit out of Captain America, destroys his shield. Yeah. And then he stands up because he's Captain America and he could do this all day, my friend. And you get that incredible shot of it's just Captain America against thousands of like Thanos and all his, and he is not gonna back down because fuck you he is Captain America (laughs) and then you get uh, Sam saying on your left again a lovely callback he you know Black Panther's through the thing Sam's through the thing Spider-Man's through the thing I was just just giddy yeah like in terms of obviously I'm a bit of a crier and in films I've cried a lot yeah um but the vast, vast majority have been because of sad reasons. Yeah. This is really sad. She yeah. dies. This is blah, 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 blah. finding Nemo can't find Nemo. <laughs> All very, very sad. But this is, and I was thinking, what have there been other moments in films? And I think there was a little bit in the Avengers, yes. in the kind of the circle yes. in the thing, yeah. of you know, glass, oh, glassy. I think yeah. at that point of being so happy and fucking yeah they're gonna it's happening um weirdly i also had it in iron man 3 in the house party protocol when all of the iron man suits show up i remember just being a bit overwhelmed with emotion on that but this was just this i no film has made me feel what this what that moment made me feel yeah just I had to grab you, didn't I? Because yeah. it was you just too much. I was absolutely falling to pieces because it was just everybody and everything, it's and they were so overwhelming. Such a such a comic book moment. Any kind of big event comic book, there's always a moment, especially in Avengers one, yeah. where 
all of the heroes are there, and it will, it will invariably be the final page of the penultimate issue. Yeah. So it's all of the heroes jumping Ready into battle. Into the it's a whole splash page. There's 50 different heroes on there, and then there's someone, usually Captain America at the front, saying Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And, the, and you're just like, I need to buy next month's yes. comic because I need to see this fight. And this is the first time in history that's ever happened in film. Because everyone's there. Yeah. And everyone. Everyone, everyone. Everyone, everyone. There's all the people from Doctor Strange, all the Camotage yeah. people. There's, like, Asgardians. There's uh, the the uh, Black Panther, all the Wakandans are there. Everyone is there ready to fucking serve up Thanos because he's a bitch and he deserves to die. Um, it was just amazing. Yeah. And the music just swelled so perfectly, and it yeah, it nearly killed me. Yeah, I think. It did. Um, and you just get all of these extra. Mo- then Spider Man came out, and that really was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and and that symbolizes, I guess, the rule of cool is what I. Yeah. Is how I put it. Of just, it makes no sense that it's such convenient timing yes. that everyone's just about ready. Blah blah blah. blah. But it doesn't matter because it's so cool. And then that whole fight has, yeah, Captain America is worthy. Captain America fighting everybody. Captain Marvel sustaining a headbutt is a pretty cool moment. Yeah. Um, uh, Captain America throwing Mjolnir and Spider-Man webbing onto it and being dragged through the air by Mjolnir. And then jumping off that and jumping onto Valkyrie's winged horse. Just so much banana so stuff going, going on, on. Yeah. that it's just amazing just absolutely amazing because it's yeah to that point it's been you know relatively contained and it's been yeah. these conversations and this conversation and this little bit of fighting yeah. and these conversations and a bit of humor and oh let's try this and blah 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 but that is the biggest thing that i've ever seen and the difference between that and aquaman is that this is at the end of 11 years yeah so many of the characters you know yeah. And you care about, and you're desperate for them to win. Yeah. You you know Thanos, you care about Thanos, you're desperate for him to lose. Yeah. And so it felt like there were real stakes. And at that point, it's obvious that they're going to win. But you want it so much yeah. that it's it's all worth it. Yeah. It was amazing. As I Yeah. I have to say, from my emotions point of view, the greatest moment in cinematic history. <laughs> yeah. Because no film has ever done that. No. But that, and that, I think, does exemplify the kind of fan. Yeah. The fan service that this film did. Yeah. Of, like, how cool would it be? Oh, wouldn't it be amazing? If all these characters that yeah. you've known from all of these films turn up together for this one yeah. last epic battle. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I think that you won't be alone alone in feeling that kind of overwhelmed, yeah, um, kind of hysteria mm. that came with that last scene because, like you say, it is it's huge in terms yeah. of a battle scene, and it does resemble some kind of Aquaman-y kind yeah, of. DC. There are things everywhere yeah where am i looking but it does also give you the moments of close-ups of characters you do know so you're like okay well that's scarlet witch i know where Mm. i'm at with her and she gets her cool moment she gets her cool moment i do think um armor yeah that was good 
And I do like when he's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. And she's like, you will. Oh, you're going to fucking know who I am. Yeah. And so that's that's as much, you know, that's a woman taking yeah. care of yeah. things. Yeah. And there are Captain Marvel moments yeah. with Thor, like, uh, with Thanos. And, yeah. Like, you don't need that stupid little girl's going to have a go. But I did think that Black Panther does have his moment, I think, yeah, when he first comes in and he's got his whole, yeah. like, whole kingdom behind him. Yeah. And there's a real kind of strength of, yeah. like, leadership. Yeah. Of, like, we're here. Just a little nod. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I... Strange thing in that last scene is, I guess it's like... Doctor Strange looks over at Iron Man and mm. does a kind of one finger. Yeah. And he's saying, what, we have one this, chance? This is that one. Every, he's you know, saying, this, this is, is the one, one in however many that I... And I guess... Like, get on with you've it. You've got to do this. Get this effing this glove is you. on yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I assume does not. This but... has to... Which is, yeah, why he has to Survive. sacrifice the time stone because it's Tony Stark is the one who has to yeah. end this all. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's just too much, isn't it? It's just too much. We had to not do the flicks, didn't we, yesterday? Because yeah. you were still decompressing. I had to. I had to have the whole day of just staring into a dark chasm <laughs> and just recovering. I felt like I'd been to a funeral and a wedding and <laughs> and Mardi Gras. And I, I wonder when I see it again, because I'll see it again. Of course you will. Of course I will. And when I see it again, I imagine I'll cry at the sad bits. Yes. But I'll be interested to see whether it gets me again for the happy bits. Yeah. Whether, I mean, it won't be as much. That kind of... Euphoria. Yeah. I guess it would be. I mean, I guess that's in the, you know, all these kind of faith healers and stuff and all these kind of church services where people go crazy and start speaking in tongues. That's the kind of... Yeah. I can't, I'm not in control of my own body here. Yeah. 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 I wonder whether it'll affect me. And I mean, obviously not to the same degree, but I wonder if it will, you know... Get you. Get me. The sad bits will. I know they will. But I, will, will the happy bits? I think they will. I hope they will. Because it just feels great. So has it all been worth it for you? I th- unbelievably, yeah, I think it is. I yeah. think it, it, it was the perfect send-off. Yeah. I don't think it's a perfect film necessarily, even though I've given it five, five out of five. But I think it's in terms of a send-off, in terms of wrapping things up, in terms of leaving other things open, another one that got me, because it was so sad but kind of happy at the same time, Peter reuniting with uh, old uh, Ned. Ned. That was Because I love Ned. Yeah. Ned's one of my favourites. Yeah. And, them t- and they're just buddies, aren't they? They're just, they're just best mates and they're seeing each other. Oh. Cute. Um, yeah. And it, it, somebody made an interesting point. So everybody in that everybody in Spider-Man Far From Home must have been dusted because otherwise they would have aged five years and been like college kids by now. Interesting. I'm confused, but I agree. So like Peter was obviously dusted. Yes. Ned must have been dusted. MJ must have been dusted. Yes. I mean, they're the only three that you really kind of recognise in the trailer. That other the bully boy. Oh, yeah, Flash. He must have been dusted. Yeah. Because if they hadn't been dusted... They'd have been alive for all of the intervening oh, yes. five years, and they'd be like college age by now. That's true. Interesting, isn't it? It's crazy. <sighs> That's the danger with time travel. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. You know, 
But wait a minute. Wait a tick. What about? How's about this? Also, where's Gamora? Yeah. Where is she? I, I mean, they've set her up to be found. Yeah. The fact that he was doing the little search thing. It'll be thing. the search for Spock thing in Guardians yeah. 3. I don't think they should bring her back, much as I like her. Yeah. I just think you've set yourself up Cheapened now. Yeah. her death. So you have to, you have to let it go. And let, yeah, maybe they'll do a thing in Guardians 3 where she kind of sacrifices herself. Yeah. For, because she's like, I, you know, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Or is she dead? Because, I mean, I, I don't think they would be. No. I think for him to have be searching for her, yeah. she can't she's, be dead. She's out there somewhere. Because Tony uh, has never met her, no. doesn't know who she is, and to this point, he might have because we don't know the terms of his yeah. dusting. Yeah, that was also a little so it might like, have just been if he just dusted everybody that came through on Thanos's ship. Yeah, then she's gone. Gone. Yeah, gone. Which I don't imagine is what they'd do, but still. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was a four out of five for you. What were your four points or five points? My five points were humor positive, feeling of finality positive. Uh, moments of wisdom, Thor and his mother, positive. Focus on relationships, positive. And girl power scene, negative. Negative. What were yours? Um, rule of cool, positive. Exploration of relationships, positive. Fan service, positive. Unusual choices for a superhero film and feeling of unpredictable electricity, positive. And perfect send-off, positive. Five on five, baby. Five, 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 five. And have you, what have you given to other, have you given a five for I think one of the that, Marvel films? Um, I think that I have. I so think like that I'm more a of a four. four, yeah, kind of, for most of them. So this wasn't up there with kind of top tier Marvel for you? Um, no, I think it was. I think that that, you know, the scene that I pull out is... Uh, just it it didn't it didn't hamper my enjoyment too much, but it was bad enough that I pulled it out. So uh, I don't know. I think I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a very very good film. Cool, nice. Um, so that was whew, our exhausting and exhaustive. Hopefully, I know as soon as we start recording, I'm like, oh, I should have said this. What about this? Um, yeah. Our spoiler filled review of Avengers: Colon Endgame. Where do we go now? Um, Tiffany B. Yes. What did we learn? We learned that it'll take more than a bad haircut to prevent Captain Marvel from being super cool. <laughs> Not what a fan the of the deal haircut. With that? No. Just weird. What? At the beginning, I thought she looked great. Yeah. Brie Larson is looking hot. Yeah. And then. She this comes weird, back like, looking like someone's mum. Yeah, haircut thing. Hey there, sweetie, did you get your orange slices? <laughs> I don't know, it was just a little weird. I you don't know what it was meant sign? to like, indicate, but just thought, what's, what's going on? Ugh. And, um, what's her name, Black Widow? I weird quite liked hair. the little dip-dye hair. Well, I felt like what that was saying was she hasn't been bothered to dye her hair, so it's growing well, maybe. out. Maybe, so that would make she's sense because like, she's depressed. all depressed. But like, That's a good character choice then. Yeah. Oh, I like that, actually. I hadn't even thought of that. That's really good. I thought that was a stylistic choice. No. But, yeah, because it was blonde, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, white blonde. I think That's it's just grown out. 
But I agree with you with the Captain Marvel thing. The thing that annoyed me the most and the thing that I wanted to see most from Captain Marvel in this is the same thing that I always want to see from Captain Marvel. Mohawk helmet. Do you think that's what the hairstyle is like in, like, pointing at? Maybe. But, like, just get that helmet on because it looks fucking badass, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But she was very cool, I thought. Very cool. Just mum haircut. Cheers! (laughs)